You need to you need to put a picture on yours. I know. I should do that. Yeah. Yours is cute. Mine's was oh. in. I don't even know where I was at. Oh no! I, oh, that was in Germany. Oh, I don't even know where I was. <laughs> I, I I travel so much. I think I that was know. in Germany, Netherlands. I forgot. <laughs> yeah, oh, right. It's probably God. like it's probably so like hard. in the in the Texas. No, I'm just kidding. How's it been? How's everything going, Paula? Are we recording already? Always assume we start recording. Like as soon as I answer, just assume like oh, oh we're recording. But but you can always tell me like don't record. Oh things no have, no no! It's cool. Been... It's cool. I, I, so now 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 I'm gonna put on my sexy voice. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually so awful. I kind of like sounded like a chipmunk. No, I'm doing great. <laughs> <laughs> you've been, you been doing pretty good though for real like off off record or have you been doing pretty good or no off record um no i mean and actually on and off yes i mean yes and uh i'm tired though okay. i'm tired I'm that tired. didn't have to be off record okay okay you're yeah. tired <laughs> so you're, why are you so tired no i'm um, well you know i mean it seems like every time we talk is right after my six day week so I'm sorry, you guys, but you get the wine in me. What do you mean uh, six no, day a week? Because I do work one Saturday a month at Harmony. Oh. So before I used to have Fridays off. I only work at Harmony Monday to Thursday. I had Fridays off. And then if I had to work on the Saturday, it wasn't really a big deal. Uh, and it's only eight to one. So it's not super long. But now that I'm working as sleek, so it's a six day week. And so when that happens, I get very whiny and I complain a lot. And it just happened last Saturday. Uh-huh. So I'm still recovering from it. But no, but well, that's one reason. But in reality is that I am I am tired. And I know that, you know, you got you have asked me before and, and not just you, but some people ask me, like, how how are you doing this? And, yeah, yeah. you know, you guys know that I have a big family and, and all that. And mm-hmm. and the reality is I, I and I always joke around and I always play it like it's fine and like it's cool i usually just tell a joke about it or something like that but Mm -hmm. but i i do feel tired i i feel like um i mean i i plan to keep doing this and i i do know that you know especially when you have a new business you have to you have to put all of you and they're gonna be you know there's gonna be a lot of work and i knew that coming into this and 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 i'm gonna continue doing it but uh i certainly hope that Things will pick up, you know. Pro, you know, hopefully faster, so I can get some help at Harmony, or I can then. I mean, ideally, I would like to be just in one place, or if that's, or or at least I I want to go back to working four days a week. Mm. I mean, my my ideal week will be really three days a week, but I'm not really thinking about that yet. But at least go back to the four days, working all week. Um, and I know a lot of people do it, so it's not like I'm whining, but, um, yeah, but it, if you think it about taken. it, like a lot of people do do it, but that's them. You know what I mean? Like you got to think about you. Like if sure, you don't want sure. to, I don't know. Yeah, like, uh, I if, don't, I don't want to. And I, I honestly, I always felt like I always used that Friday to do like things for myself, mm. to catch up on the stuff that I needed to do for the boys, uh, appointments, or even, or, and sometimes was also maybe something fun. Like I will go and get a massage or I will go and, and, and actually on Fridays, I always go and see, um, especially one of my friends, we kind of like made this 
uh, you've probably seen this margarita Margaritas, family. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, because she actually, she's one of my best friends. And, and mm-hmm. Is she the one who she moved, moved down here? She's actually, yeah, she moved here now. Uh-huh. And so when she lived in Colombia, you know, we went, you know, to very long periods of time without seeing each other. And so, like, now that she's living here, we live about maybe about 45 minutes to an hour away. Mm-hmm. But we really kind of like, you know, when she moved, we say, you know, we need to now there's we don't have an excuse. Distance is not an excuse. And so we should get together every Friday. And she was off. I was off. So we say, let's get together every Friday so we can go out for lunch and just, you know, and the margaritas came later and that whole silliness. <laughs> but <laughs> and the singing. I like it, though. I like it. It's fun. <laughs> You guys, everybody yeah. watch. Everybody listening, you should go watch it. Like Paula singing and drinking margaritas with her friends. Lip singing, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. it's funny because someone on the one that was posted last Friday, uh, you know, someone said something like, "Oh, I was having a bad day, and this really made my day." Something like that. And so my answer to that was like, "Well, I knew that I was put on this planet to make people <laughs> smile. So one way or another, I either fix your teeth." Or I'll just clown around and make you laugh. Until but you laugh. Yeah, so that's, hey, that's good. I'll take it. Yeah. But yeah, so, um, yeah, so I miss my Fridays. Um, and I think because of that, I'm feeling, I'm feeling tired. Because then during the weekends, I have to catch up with the stuff that I usually will do during that day. And, and I guess that's one reason. And the other reason is because, yeah, I am working harder. You know, you do. I am working harder because I'm trying to be more productive at Harmony, so so I can make up for the day that I'm not there anymore. And then when I'm here, obviously, I mean, I I'm not super busy as Leek, but I try to make myself somehow um, productive when I'm here. Like if I don't have a patient, then I start working on something else or trying to figure out what's next to do, what should I be doing. Mm-hmm. So. You know, so yeah, but I guess that's that's how I have been feeling lately. Tired. But how, yeah. if you were to look at a timeline, okay, so right now you're working six days a week, or every week, or no, not every week? No, no, it's not really every week. It's only it's only once a month. The other the other weeks I work five days. Okay, so you're like working five days in six days. Oh wait, so five, ten, fifteen, twenty-one days out of the right the m- month. Do you, where do you see the timeline where it diminishes? Like, when can you start? What's your goal? Like, what's the goal? Like, okay, by the new year, that's when I want to start working at least just five days now. Or what's the goal here? You know, I mean, I, I think uh, I was asked that a couple of months ago, and I think my deadline was, yes, by the beginning of next year. Mm-hmm. Oof, but now that feels kind of close. Like, we're almost in November. So I want now when you ask me the same question, I want to say I I would like to see that in no longer than six months. Like, you know, I guess I don't want to also then say something that is completely unrealistic and three months sounds mm-hmm. too soon. But at least six months, I want to be able to go back to that and hopefully, you know, have maybe an associate or, or some help at Harmony until I know what's, you know, what's going to happen, you mm-hmm. know, with the two practices. I guess I I have been 
questioning, you know, once a sleek, a sleek picks up, am I going to stay at Harmony? What am I going to do with Harmony? Because it is not a secret. You guys all know that a sleek is really where I would like to be. And that's the reason why I created a sleek. And that's, you know, the way I created. And, um, but I guess at this point, because it's, it's Harmony really the one that is supporting us, I, I, it's really too premature for me to make any kind of decision. Yeah. And so, um, but when the time comes and when, you know, we're busier and more, you know, and, and financially better with a sleek, then, I, you know, I have to make a decision. Do I really want to keep two practices and maybe bring an associate to Harmony? Or maybe I just then want to keep one because it is a lot of work. And it's a lot of not just physical work, but a lot of mental work. I mean, when you go home, then it's like really doing stuff. And, and it, it, it does get tiring, you know. What do you feel like is kind of bottlenecking you to do that? Like from reaching... So say, for example... In six months, that's we're in November, December, January, February, March, April. In April, you plan to work less. You plan to have an associate. Reverse engineer that. How can we make that happen? Like in your eyes. So I need to, at that point, I need to be able to feel another day here at Sleek, right? Mm -hmm. And so like right now, some weeks I'm only one day. Some other weeks, I'm two days, Wednesdays and Fridays, and but I'm still at the point where where I don't have a lot of patients, and I'm still working on not only getting more people on in the door, but um, you know, getting getting to work on them. So I guess once I get busier here, and I can really justify for me to have three days here at Sleek, then I can cut one day at Harmony and bring an associate or maybe two days at Harmony and bring someone someone in there. So mm-hmm. I guess that's how I will do it. Yeah. Okay, so bring an associate. So how so how has these couple of uh, like weeks have gone for you, Paola? How's it going with Sleek so far? So Sleek, uh, since the last time we talked, uh, it's going well. We have been getting, we modified a little bit on the... Um, the location for for the leads, mm-hmm. the the work that we're doing with uh, uh, during dental marketing, mm-hmm. and we actually have found that we're getting a little bit of less. So we're actually having a meeting. Um, I think it's next week about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're gonna we're gonna check on that and see if we have to modify. So the the area that we had before cover. A little bit more of Philly. We were getting patients more from the city, which they were a little bit farther away, and we were getting them more leads. But then with that, we were also getting a lot of more no shows because once people mm-hmm. like people were scheduled their appointments, but then they will realize, oh no, like with traffic is 45 minutes away, I'm not doing it. And so we modified the 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 area that we're covering. And, but then with that, we're getting less leads. So um, that's probably something that has changed since the last time we talked. But it's something that we're going to evaluate in our next meeting. That's something that is very good working with them because I, with Harmony, I had worked in the past with a, a, another marketing company that it, mm-hmm. wasn't, it wasn't Google Ads. It was different, but it really didn't, uh, it was more like, we'll just do this for you, but they, they weren't, 
there was never really this kind of like, okay, we're in this together. Let's try to figure out why things um, are not working as well. What can we change? What can we improve? And so I really like um, this approach. Uh, it really makes me feel like they're invested in my business and they, they want me to succeed. And so I think that's very important. Mm-hmm. Um but that's really probably the only change there. And uh, I know I talked to you before about I'm also trying to see what other things I can do in terms of marketing. And I know we have talked about ground marketing. We have talked about the mailers. And I kind of like haven't really done much about it, to be honest. <laughs> so I, I have to go back into looking into that. Um, but what else? No, actually... What I have been doing um, the most, actually, even today, I had a big surgery here because now that I saw that I saw some cases, uh, mm-hmm. now it's time to start working <laughs> and doing dentistry. So I'm here at Slick today, and I had a big case. I did a uh, full mouth extractions and implant placements and all that, and I really, I, I enjoy doing that. So do, uh, they, do mean, they come in from Driven or? Uh, yes, yes, he did. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. So this is actually the case. Um, about uh, two weeks ago or so, I posted something in the making of a of a startup Facebook group, mm-hmm. uh, sharing how I'm getting my patients and sharing that for the first time I was able to close on a on a twenty four thousand dollar case. Uh, for me, that has been the highest case uh, ever. So for me, it was oh. a really big deal, mm-hmm. and uh, and it was it was a big deal because it was my highest case. It was a big deal because that allowed me to, you know, as we discussed last time, to, you know, break even and then a little more. So that was very important. Mm-hmm. And um, but uh, yeah, so I posted that on this group, kind of like sharing what I'm doing differently. And so what it has been working for me is how I'm getting my patients. Uh, working with Driven Dental Marketing has been working very well for me. And so I wanted to share that because I have tried many other things. Well, the reality is I try many other things with Harmony. Mm-hmm. And, and the reason why just a couple of minutes ago I was saying I need, I'm also going to start looking into other stuff is because what we need to understand is what it works in one location doesn't necessarily will work in another. And so at Harmony, I did try the mailers. I try a lot of, um, uh, you know, some ground marketing that really at Harmony didn't really pin out. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean that they won't work as slick. So I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do my, you know, I'm going to put the effort into that as well. And, um, and the other thing that I was talking in that post is the, that I have been, you know, I have been, getting more comfortable. I was always the kind, the dentist that I was always very concerned talking about money because mm-hmm. I always felt like that was taken away from me as a clinician. If I start talking about money, then my patients might think that I just care about money. And especially because, you know, we dentists have a really bad reputation mm-hmm. in terms of, you know, finances and people think that we're greedy and you know all that so i always i always kind of like i never wanted to talk about money at all and when they asked me about money i said you know what i don't know and and that was actually the truth i didn't know and and i would always tell my patients you know you you don't want me to know about that you want me to know you know 
what I'm going to do in your mouth. You want to have that knowledge, and, and this and, and this is it. I, I have all, all the clinical knowledge, but I don't know anything about money. And that's something that I have changed now here at Sleek. And so actually now I'm the one that sits with the patient. So after we have the consultation, uh, after we have the examination in, in the room, I call, I come back to the office. So actually, let me just backtrack a little bit. Mm-hmm. So when the patient gets in, in, in my office here at Sleek, First, I, uh, they, you know, they do their paperwork or, or maybe if they did it ahead of time. Oh, because I got yappy. I have to go back to that. Mm-hmm. But um, anyhow, so they do their paperwork. Then they come into my office and we actually have kind of like a patient interview. So I sit and I talk to the patient and I let the patient tell me what they need, tell me what they want. I get, I gather a lot of information of what their experiences have been being before. I let them talk. I let the, I ask them, let's say someone lose a tooth and we start talking about how did you lose it? And usually then patients start opening up about, you know, all these experiences that they had in the past and why maybe they're in the position where they are. And they also start opening up about why are they now ready to do something about it. I mean, and it, it actually gets very personal and sometimes very emotional. Mm-hmm. And um, after we do that, then they go and they get the x-rays that they need to get. And then I do the, the clinical examination, evaluation. And then we actually come back to my office and I'm the one talking about, uh, you know, I present the treatment options mm-hmm. and then I also talk about money. And that also has been a big game changer for me. I, I, I don't know if it's a matter. I don't know. I never, I never consider myself being a good salesperson, right? Mm-hmm. And if anything, I actually didn't like that title because of those preconceptions that I have about I shouldn't be one, right? Because mm-hmm. I'm a clinician. And so I don't know if it's that I am a good salesperson or if it's that because it's coming from the doctor than the patient maybe maybe is more receptive to it versus if it's coming from i don't know uh an assistant or the front uh, a receptionist i don't know but at least for me that has been working very well so what do Um, you what do you say like if you don't mind me asking say for example i'm the patient and how do you close how do you an Invisalign consultation or an implant consultation how do you say you need this it's going to cost you five thousand dollars and how do you want to pay that? How do you say this? Yeah, so let's say, okay, so I give the options and I usually tell them, okay, these are the options, but this is what I'm recommending. So let's say I gave the options to a patient to replace a missing tooth. So the options are an implant, a bridge, a removable partial, or do nothing. Those are the options. And so I explain those and I explain, you know, but this is what I recommend. And let's say in this case is an implant. I will explain why I'm recommending that option. And so we start talking not just about because you're missing a tooth and we need to put one back there. I, I, I take a lot of time in explaining to the patient what missing that tooth is doing to the overall health. We, we discuss quality of life. We discuss mm-hmm. uh, where do you want to be in a couple of years. A lot of patients, uh, something that is very common for us to hear is like, well, I'm old, like, I don't, well, I don't want to spend all that money, like, you know, I'm getting older. And so since that's something that is so common to hear now, actually, my response to that is like, well, in 10, 20, 30 years, 
I mean, now you're, you know, yes, you're older. Don't you want to like enjoy? Finally, you get to enjoy like everything that you want to eat, but now you can't because you can't chew it right. Mm-hmm. And so when when you go with something like that, and I start thinking like, that's right. Like I'm gonna be retired. I want to be able to go and eat that steak, and not be eating just oatmeal. Mm, you know, mm-hmm. things like that. So I kind of like, so I start putting and I give them examples of, of, of really, it's not just talking about the tooth, it's talking about them and trying to relate, trying to talk about the stuff that they can relate to. And for most of us, food is a big one. Mm-hmm. I think there's probably very few people that will say, I don't enjoy good eating, food yeah. or eating. Yes. So something like that. And so then, okay, then I said, okay, this is, this is the price. Let's say the price to replace your tooth uh, is $6,000. Let's say I, I'm just mm-hmm. giving a random number. And so then I don't say anything. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I, they usually just look at the paper and then I let them say the next stuff. And, you know, it might, it might be mm, like, it depends on what they tell me. It might be, you know, this is too high or, or, or some, if, they, if they're not saying anything and it's the awkward silence, I usually <laughs> ask, what do you think? <laughs> what yeah. are your thoughts? Yeah. And, you know, and they will tell you maybe if it's, is it too expensive? If the answer is, is it too expensive? Then I, then I start by saying, you know, um, what will be a comfortable, you know, number for you? Is this something that maybe we can think about? We have some, you know, financing options. And so I talk about the financing options that we offer. Mm-hmm. Um, things like that but like um, I just have become so comfortable doing it and that is crazy and and then um, yeah then I you know we talk about the financial options actually last week I had a patient that really she had she had like three different um, options and they were all good but it was like the most expensive one the one in the middle and the one that it was less inexpensive and I, we were here I was here sitting and I had like the three papers in front in front of them and in in front of every you know on each paper it was the final number and then it was also like the treatment plan and with them being able to look at that and see the difference not just in the treatment but also on that final price uh, it was easier for them to understand I think when we come out with these huge numbers that's the other thing that I tell them I mean usually this you know, I'm talking about full mouth reconstruction sometimes. So yes, if someone is going to hear at twenty five, thirty thousand dollars, I mean, this is a lot of money. So also, what I usually tell them is, especially when I know it's going to be a big number, I say, listen. So when we come up with this, um, you know, you need a lot of work, and that's fine. The the great thing is that you're here now, and so we're going to start the process. When 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 um, my front desk person comes with with the paper, we're going to talk about these numbers, but I don't want you to get overwhelmed if that number that you see might be a little bit higher. The important thing is that you're here now. We're going to start. It's going to be a process, and we can always, I want to help you, and I want to make sure that, you know, we can do it in a way that is going to work for you uh, financially, but it's also going to work for you because we're going to start the process of, you know, getting you where you want to be. Mm-hmm. And so I think that has been the biggest difference, I guess, when you, when they, when the patient, you know, when now is truly coming from a place of, I want to help you instead of, you know, well, yes, you have a broken tooth and I have to put something in there. Yeah. 
So how would you say, okay, so for example, that's that's what you say, right? To close uh, a patient, to accept treatment. And what would you say, like out of one out of 10, how good is your acceptance rate? You know, lately has been very good. Like, um, uh, In Sleek or Harmony or both? It's better as Sleek. Now, the difference with Harmony, though, I have found it easier to speak with... Uh, I mean, I, well, I shouldn't say, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> when it's a big treatment plan, I do this whole, you know, long conversations and, and all that. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, I have to be honest. At Harmony, I don't have the time to take so much time with the patients. That's huh. actually the the number one reason why I don't do it at Harmony as much. But number one, we don't see really as many like full, you know, mouth of big treatments mm-hmm. because at Harmony, especially at this point, we have the more regular patients. They cover it every, every six months. It's more like maintenance. Or yes, the patient might need couple of feelings here maybe a crown there but i honestly don't see like these big cases can you start seeing more of those big cases like how can you start seeing more of those big cases oh i i i'm gonna start you know uh marketing with um driven dental at harmony as well oh okay gotcha gotcha yeah they're they're the ones bringing in the big cases right uh, yeah yeah and i'm actually gonna start doing i think we start in a couple of weeks yeah, they're doing like the, you know, the the stuff that they have to do on their end. Mm-hmm. But absolutely, because I, I do want those big cases. Uh, again, it's, and it's not, I, I don't want this to sound like, oh, yeah, it's big cases because financially, sure, it's good. But also, I do like it. I, I like surgery. Mm-hmm. I like uh, I like implants. And I like big cosmetic cases. And I love to see this, you know, like really like, when you see a big change, I mean, I just enjoy doing it. So um, I, I am getting a lot of, I will say, you know, one time I had like four or five consoles. I closed on four. Uh, last Friday I was here and I had three and I closed on two. So I think I think pretty good. I'm, I'm, I'm honestly feeling pretty confident about it now. Like I'm, I feel like, yeah. Like Give you, me whatever. I can sell it for you. Do you think maybe it's because like in sleek, like, I don't know. To me, there's some type of theory where there is like a, a scarcity. So, if, so what I mean by that is like, okay, sometimes if like you're doing really well, like let's just say your practice is doing fantastic, right? And then somebody comes in and they're like not kind of sold, not completely sold. And then you're kind of like, I don't know. It's up to you. You do what you want, right? And you don't really like finalize that close. But if it's like, Oh snap! You're all I have right now. I need to close this. Do you think that there's a difference in the thinking? Like you know, for example, like Sleek, you you kind of have to close them right now, right? Like yeah, it's yeah. it's it's it. Um, or you know, you either it's like Harmony, where it's like, hey, I don't have to close you. I have other patients. Do you think it, a little bit has to do with that or no? Uh I don't know if it's. If it comes from me, because honestly, at Harmony, I also still, I, I do not only one, but I still do need to close cases. And, you know, I mean, you, I, I told you last time, I mean, uh, just in the first quarter of this year for Harmony was was rough financially. So yeah. I still at Harmony, isn't, we're not in the, we are not in the financial position where I can say it just is really like 12 months out of the year it runs so smoothly 
that I don't have to worry about it. That's not harmonious reality. Mm -hmm. uh, I do think that because I'm I'm able to give the patients here at Slick more time to listen to them. Again, that's I think that's the key to listen to the patient and listen to what they need. And and I had a patient just last Friday, mm -hmm. and she came with her son, and I actually was able to uh, to ask her to see if she could tell me the same stuff and if I could record it. So eventually I'll, I'll put that out. But she actually got very emotional and she told me that, you know, she this wasn't the first consultation that she had and that, you know, that she hasn't felt hurt like this in a very long time and that she was so grateful and that she felt so connected with me and uh, and she's going to do it. You know, she actually, she called us. She, I didn't, I, she didn't say yes that day because she wanted to go and she wanted to apply to like, you know, something with her credit union or something like that. Mm -hmm. And she called back on Monday and she now, she actually called back today because she, she got the loan that she needed and she's going to move forward with treatment. And I really think that giving the patient that time is very, very important. Um, and, but again, the problem with a harmony is much harder for me to do it. Is it doable? Sure. I, I guess because when I, when I bought harmony, it, it already has some systems in place and I have been modifying some things here and there. Uh, it's doable. Yes. But I will, well, I will have to modify my, my structure and my systems a little bit because otherwise it's just, I don't have enough time and harmony. Um, I have a hygienist and I have an FDA. And so I'm, when I'm not doing an exam, I'm already working. So I don't have as much time, I guess, free time as I do here. And so, and you might ask, well, why? It's like you're penalizing your patients mm -hmm. because you're not giving them as much time. And I'm not, I'm not compromising the quality of the care. But I'm certainly not to my to my new patients. I'm not offering the, the amount of time and 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 like personal attention that I'm giving them at harm at, at here at Sleek. Um, mm -hmm. When they come at Harm Harmony is an insurance um, practice, and so then I mean in terms of numbers, it takes me a lot more patience to to make the same number that I will make a Sleek with less patients. Let's put it that way. Gotcha, gotcha. And yeah. so, so, what do you say to the patients who don't accept? I guess it depends. I and you do get kind of like a vibe of like you know one of the patients that came on Friday. One of the, I don't think she's gonna do anything. I she I don't really think she was in in really need or something. It was more like oh maybe I'll get this. It was it was a cosmetic case, mm -hmm. and like really so I. Not that I can, I, that I'm saying I can read people that well, but I also get kind of like a vibe of who you, you, you really need to talk more and try to do it. And some others, for example, with her, I was like, well, that's great. You know, when, when, when you're ready to move forward, let me know, you know? Mm -hmm. So I don't, I don't, I guess I, depending on the vibe that I get and uh, from the patient, do they, is this something that they really do? And that, again, when you listen to their stories, you're going to find out, is this something that they really want to do? Or is this maybe they're just taking advantage of a complimentary consultation? 
Got you, got you. So when they say no, do you ever follow up with them or? We do follow up with them. And actually what I do before they leave, uh, because if you're going to wait for them to call, chances are the patients are not going to call back. Mm -hmm. So let's say someone is saying, sure, I want to do it, but I want to go and talk to my wife or sure, uh, or maybe, but so I say, okay, when, when he said, why don't we set up a a day? When we can, you know, when we can talk again, so we can see where we are. Or let's. Why? How about if? Is it okay if um, we call you in two days? That way, we'll give you some time to talk to your wife about it. And that way, if your wife has any questions, we can then all be on the on the phone call, and I can answer all the questions that she might have. So I guess depending of the of the reason or the excuse that they're that they're giving me for them to just leave, then I'll go back with that, and you know, I'll I'll try to solve that. I guess reason that they have, but but also be, when they leave, I already kind of like set up a call. Mm -hmm. Okay, we're gonna talk in two days. We're gonna talk in a week, and yeah, What's definitely the... we need, definitely you need to follow up because otherwise yeah. the patient the patient is gonna leave, and and I don't know. I mean, then something else, you know, they either forgot or they either, or maybe something else came up that it seems like it's more important than you know getting their teeth. Um, yeah what's the um so like let's just say you do follow up and everything like that and you close them uh, do a lot of them who don't accept is it mainly because of price or do you feel like it's a diff deeper issue i think it's price i think um no i certainly think it's price uh, uh some people i i think it's truly a matter of not having the finances i mean mm -hmm. you do uh i i had some patients that they come and and I I know and it's it's hard to understand and 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 I really don't mean this in any kind of judgmental way because it's not at all but you know when the patient comes they know that you know this is probably they I mean they they don't have any dental knowledge but they know what they have in their mouth and they probably know that they're gonna need a lot of work that is gonna be you know that is gonna be costly mm -hmm. but I think even though they know that they kind of like in a way they want to i don't know if they want to hear it again if they maybe want to hear something that it might be more doable i we, i do get sometimes some patients that uh unfortunately they really just can move forward with treatment and and even they try like the financial plans or something like that and still not. sometimes yeah and so that's very sad because i mean you know that they're here because even though they know they are, they're kind of like still trying to see if, make, if maybe my work, maybe today my work, mm -hmm. and so, and so that part is hard. I I truly think that the patients that haven't moved forward with it is because they just can. They can't because the price. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. and and you know we 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 try to look at different options, but mm -hmm. at, at some point it's just, I mean, if they can do it, they can do it. Now, um, again, we, we look through options and when, when it's a patient like that, I never want a patient to feel like, okay, you have to do all of these. It's, it's not all or nothing. Mm -hmm. And that's something else that I talk to the patients. And, um, you know, okay, like what's the, what's, the, what's the priority? Yes, we need to do all of these, but what's the priority? If it's uh, a matter of health, if there is someone that has an infection or, you know, disease in their mouth, I tell them, okay, this is the priority. We should take care of this. And then let's start with this. Let's see how we can make this work. And then we worry about the rest. 
if the if let's say a uh, disease is not the issue but it's a cosmetic issue then the patient will tell you know just, i just really don't want to go without this front tooth any anymore because i just i i want to smile so even though the patient might need a couple of implants in the posterior area then we can say okay let's then let's then concentrate on this part and now the treatment plan is not going to be as much maybe now you can do it and some pa- with for some patients that work mm-hmm. for some patients again that the finances are just not unfortunately they're not there they they can even do maybe a, even a, a small portion of their treatment and and that's sad but um yeah but yeah okay and so this were you yawning, Michael? No, I said, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, just kidding. No, <laughs> no but I was yawning. I was, you know, you know what I'm yawning. Um, this week so far, this week and last week, what has been your favorite resource? So I am very excited because I got, I finally got Yappy here at Sleek. Uh-huh. So I had Yappy um, at Harmony before and I just didn't didn't do it here at Sleek. And so that has been my favorite resource of it because, you know, here at Sleek we're 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 you know, we we're saying we're a modern office, high tech, and it was really bothering me that still the patients will come here and we just hand them a bunch of papers for them to fill out. Mm-hmm. And so we were in talks with Yappy and now we have it uh, working here. And that actually makes me very happy because I feel like now we're really consistent with what we want to show, you know, less paper, less, you know, shredding. I love the, the, they have this feature that you can communicate like in between, you know, in the office, like in an intra-office communication system. Mm -hmm. And I love that because I, especially here at Slick, this is just like this long hallway and my office is all the way in the back. Mm -hmm. And when I'm here, I only have one assistant. So the, you know, this poor girl has to, it's, it's always like, it was always like walking back and forth for every single thing. Now we just talk through the computer. I can see when the patient is here, I can see what's going on. And I, I just feel like this is one of those things that just makes life easier. Mm-hmm. And that's why, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm happy that we finally got it here. And that has been my favorite thing in the last week. Do you have Yappy in Harmony? Yes, yes, we do. Okay. We do. And so I was familiar with it and I love it at Harmony. And, you know, just because at the beginning we were trying to, you know, just really wash our expenses here, uh, we didn't, you know, we didn't get it. But mm-hmm. now, now, now we did. And I'm, I'm, I'm very excited about it. The, and something that I wasn't doing before that I'm actually doing now at Harmony as well is that they also have these instant reviews mm-hmm. where they send like the link to the patient and the patient will give you the review. Uh, I'm doing that with them as well. And that's great because I'm getting, I'm getting, uh, I'm getting more reviews now. Okay. So you, you have happy on both now, right? Pretty much. Yes. And so where, where do you think you're going to finish this month production wise? Oh God, Michael. Michael and the numbers. <laughs> You're like, oh gosh. God, I knew I had to do my Productions time. and collections. Like, are are you able to pay yourself already or no? 
No, no, I'm not. Okay. No, I'm not. I'm not. We are going to, this month, I don't have a number exactly, but before the meeting, I did ask, and I said that we're breaking even this month. And so it are seems you? like we are. So this okay. is another month that in my books is a win because we're able to pay all of our bills. I am not paying myself um, yet mm-hmm. uh, from a slick. Um, we are paying the assistant. You know, I have the hygienist with me one day and the F that's with me the other day. And they're from Harmony, but um, the day that they're here, they're paying, they're getting paid from a slick. Mm, and so we are paying them from it but they're really the only two people that are getting a salary mm-hmm. um yeah on top of so the i'm not expenses. getting paid yet but but it's, it's, it's good it's good we are we're we able to to take care of the overhead and 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 so that's that's, that's exciting yes and then what has been the biggest headache so far in this past week or two weeks the biggest headache and this is actually something that didn't happen here. Well, mm-hmm. I guess maybe it's a, it's a, it, it goes to both places. I have been having a hard time, and the biggest headache for me was thinking about appreciation from patients. Hmm. And I'll tell you the story. So um, I had a patient. This was actually a Harmony patient. But uh, the patient came from for an exam. She was complaining about, you know, uh, she had a loose ground. And so she came, I took a look. Mm-hmm. And it was actually, it was a little loose. I, I told her, you know, we're not going to do anything. We're going to do. So it was a relatively quick visit. And no treatment was done. And then when the patient went to check out and my receptionist was, you know, told her the charge for the visit, mm-hmm. she, the patient got upset. And she said, uh, well, well, I'm not going to pay for this. Why should I pay for this? Hmm. And so my receptionist said, well, you're, you're paying for the, uh, for the doctor's evaluation and for the doctor's time. And the patient's answer was actually, I'm not charging you for my time. <laughs> oh, man. And then what did you and, say? Or what did, what did the front office say? Yeah, well, actually, then she demanded to see Sam and Sue, our front desk um, person. She said, you know, he's in a meeting right now. I'll have him reaching out to you. And she let her go. There were other patients in there. And, you know, she didn't want to make a scene. Yeah. But when things like this happen, it's just, um, you know, and I was actually talking to someone about it yesterday um, because this just happened. Actually, it happened yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, I Sometimes you guys... I always talk and what I post on social media, I always talk about how much I love what I do and I love dentistry and I love it enough to do it twice, go to dental school twice. Mm-hmm. I get, and, wow. and, but, but I do have a little bit of a love-hate relationship with the profession because uh, when I feel like, like this example yesterday, I, it's like, why would this person think that this is something that is acceptable? You will never go to even a Walmart and grab something and just walk out and say, why do I have to pay for this? Mm-hmm. They will never work into maybe another doctor's office or a hospital or uh, a hair place and, and, and do something like this. So the yeah. fact that, uh, and I, this is not the norm, sure. I mean, we have a lot of patients that appreciate what we do. But then when, when you encounter these kind of situations and it's kind of like, 
it's crazy. You know, I was talking with my, my team yesterday because we were talking about this and we were talking about we really try to accommodate patients and we really bend backwards for, you know, maybe too many times sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I was telling them, you know, it's crazy. I uh, And I use as an example my hairstylist. You know, she charges whatever she wants to charge. Mm-hmm. She already told me she's not working Fridays anymore. She doesn't work Fridays. She doesn't work weekends. So guess what? I have to modify my schedule if I want to go and get my roots done with her. Yeah. yeah that's and true. so the thought that, and this is part of like how we need to educate our patients as well. And listen, I'm all for helping my patients and I do want to provide a service, but there has to be also some middle ground where you also feel like you're being valued and you're being respected. And I guess that's the part when something like that happened yesterday, I was struggling with that. I was actually thinking like what, like all these years of education and all this amount of money that I have spent on education and, and, and improving harmony and opening the sleek and this and that to something like that. I mean, I should have just maybe, you know, choose to be something else where you're not questioned every time you're going to charge for something or you're not questioned why you don't open during the weekends or so I, that was my headache this week, I guess kind of like not letting, and I know you shouldn't let one person or even a few people kind of like either ruin your day or your perception of staff. And I know that, Mm -hmm. but, uh, but I think, and I know probably a lot of people that are listening, a lot of other dentists have probably felt that way maybe at some point or, or another mm-hmm. because it, that, that is tough, though. That is tough when you feel like, like, why should I even have to explain why that you have a charge? Was it a big charge? No, I, 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 I mean, I, but it's a limited exam, maybe like, I don't know, 50 bucks, 70 bucks. Oh, uh, she know. was complaining. I think that's, here's the thing. And he, it, oh, you're going to punch me in the face when you hear this, because like, I, when it comes to like, and Karina is the one who noticed this about me. So like when it comes to, for example, I am going to buy something and it's like, okay, that's going to be 2000. I'm like, yes, sir. I understand. Okay. 2000. Right. And then I pay 2000. Then they're like, Oh, but with that 2000, since you're using your debit card, that's going to be like a 50 cent or dollar a use. Then I'm like, uh, like what? No, I don't think so. Then never mind. <laughs> and then I kind of just like, you think it's more like those little things that I kind of think like you just made that up. But like, do you think no, that's no. what the patients No, no, and I actually agree no? with you. And you know, I'm the same way with shipping. I'm the same way with shipping. Like, if oh, yeah, I, shipping, I don't, yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't mind. Okay, I'm gonna order a computer online, and it's gonna cost me three thousand dollars, whatever. But don't charge me for shipping because then you're gonna make me mad, right? So yes. I get what you're saying. However, though, in this case, in this case, I feel like I mean it's different because. It's not like I was going to, I said, yes, your tooth needs to come out and we need to put, uh, we need to take it out. We need to put some bone, we need to put an implant, we need to put a crown. And so this is actually going to be $7,000. And then I'm going to nickel and dime for a $75 exam. No, absolutely no. In that case, I wouldn't, you know, like, no. In this case, it was a, it was a visit for an evaluation. I mean, actually it was good. What I told her were good news. 
-hmm. Everything is okay. We don't have to do anything. Uh, and so, sure, should I have, I don't, I mean, at the end of it, is she didn't get charged, right? Yeah. But I don't think that the norm then should be not to charge because then once again, I think what we're doing as a profession is that we are devaluating our jobs. And sure, it wasn't a very long appointment, but why should it be? You're paying for the knowledge that I have to be able to look at your tooth and look in your mouth and either say, yes, you have a problem or say, you know what? Great news. This is not a problem. You're it's right. Okay. You're right. You're right. I agree with you because like to me, I would have like this is why like I, I stopped being. For example, like I remember when, okay, no, I'm not going to use that example. Let's just say like I go into you, right? I am paying f you for all the years that you took into dental school to tell me, Michael, my mouth needs a cleaning or Michael, this is what you have, right? Or whatever. That's what I'm paying for. So I think it is unfair when someone's like, oh my gosh, I got to pay you for that. It's like, okay, if you, if you didn't want to use me, Google's free. Right. Like, go ahead, Google it and try and figure out your own problem. And then if they're like, oh, but they're not a professional. It's like, well, then you got to pay me. You know what I mean? Like, we got to eat, too. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. So, yeah, I agree with you in your in your original example, because when it's a product, I, I actually feel the same way. And I especially if I'm spending a good amount of money, then don't don't nickel and dime me, you know, and <laughs> yeah. I actually do that. For example, in, in, in the big cases and ah, that's something else, actually. When I present the cases, I don't itemize things. Oh. I actually think that's actually something that it has worked for me. And maybe you guys might consider doing this. I feel like when we show a patient a treatment plan that is itemizing uh, extraction, build up, build up, crown, this, this, then they see this whole thing and it's so overwhelm overwhelming. Mm. Now what I do is I said, okay, from a start to finish, to get you where, you know, where we want to get you, which is, which is distractions and all these things that we already discussed, is going to be 20000 mm -hmm. And that will take care of everything. If I have to do something extra, if I have to use my laser to modify your gums a little bit, anything else that needs to be done is in there. You don't have to worry about how I'm going uh, to gonna get you where I want to get you. That's the part that you're paying me for. You're paying me to figure out how I'm going to get you from this mouth that you have right now to where the one where we want to get. And this is how much it's going to cost you. Mm -hmm. And so um, let's say in that case, okay, the patient agreed to treatment. And then, yes, I realized that actually I thought that I was only going to need one buildup, for example. And I ended up having to put buildups in another three teeth. Guess what? I don't even say anything to the patient. I just do it, you know? Yeah. Uh, but in this case, it was an examination. It was a. It was. I. I think it was a little bit different. And and, and how do you think it's we could But how do you think we could have like prevented it? You know what I mean? Like from her to, or do you think it, it was unpreventable? She's just like that. I think it was unpreventable. I think. I think. Uh, I think. Um, like she knew I mean, it was going to cost her money when she walked in, or no? No, but. I mean, no, when she called to make the appointment, um, I'm sure that, I mean, when it's a new patient, the patients are usually told, you know, this is going to be the charge. Mm -hmm. uh, this was an existing patient. Uh, so oh. it's a patient that we do have a relationship. 
And no, I mean, when the patient calls to make an appointment, they're not told, okay, don't forget, you're going to get charged today. Mm-hmm. Because that's part. Of, that's the other part that makes me crazy, Michael. I mean, it's like, what would you even think yeah. that it would be free? I mean, it's unthinkable. I will never go to the restaurant next door, order a meal, eat it, and then say, what? It's not, it's not free? I know. Or And the same thing, like, for example, um, you know, when we are, um, and this is a discussion that we always have with our team, no? because we're so concerned that the patients are going to get upset. And that's something that I'm, that's also something that I'm trying to, to, to change in, in, in my team. It's like, no, we know our value. Now we have to make sure and try to educate the patients about it. And some people are going to see it. Some people, some patients are not. And that's okay. Uh, for example, when my hygienist finishes the cleaning, if it's a patient that, you know, has no cavities and, and, and periodontally they're okay, she's going to offer whitening, right? Mm-hmm. So she offers the whitening and we always tell the patient how much it is just to prevent any issues. But in my opinion, if they want, if they're concerned about how much it is, they should ask. If you come to my restaurant and you and I said, would you like fries with that? If you say yes, I'm gonna bring you the fries, and you know that you're supposed to pay for the fries. Mm-hmm. But somehow in dentistry, it's completely acceptable that if we say to the patient, would you like to bleach your teeth today? And they say yes, then they walk to the front and you say, well, it's 150, 200, whatever it is. Like, ah, I, I was never told that it was gonna cost me that. Well, did you ask? No, I didn't ask. But so. Why would you think? What? Why would you ever think that that was free? I don't know. You're right. You're right about that too. Like you're right. I'm trying to put myself in the shoes, and I'm kind of like thinking, okay, I thought it was free. Why didn't you tell me? It wasn't. But then in my mind, I'm like, but then why would I even think it was free too? It's my my fault in the same scenario. You know what I mean? I, yeah. Maybe it's because we've kind of painted that picture where like, hey, you know, this is also free too, or hey, this is free too. I don't know. What what could it be? That's a good question. I wonder I why know, people think I, that. I, I don't know, but it's, it drives me crazy. If you if you could see me right now, Michael, my ears are red. My <laughs> ears, I can fire. feel the heat coming from my ears, and um, I don't know why. And I'm really trying, and 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 especially after having the day like yesterday, it's like I don't understand. I wish that all of us together as a dental community could try to to change that a little. I mean, I do believe that it's about educating our patients. I do believe that it's about valuing what we do. And, 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 and we are offering a service. Yes, we are here to help our patients, but we're also, we have a lot of value. We have invested a lot of time and money into mm-hmm. becoming the professionals that we have become, and we deserve to be compensated for it, just like anyone else. Do you and, do and, you think maybe it's because like sometimes a lot of their stuff comes out of their insurance, and so they don't really feel like they're physically giving money. They're not giving their card. They're not giving cash. They're just like, yeah, take it out of the insurance. Oh, totally. But that then when you is, ask that's them. That's a big part of it. That's yeah. a big part of it. And, and it's also, I mean, and it's, that's a big part of it. On the other hand, you also are going to have the people, the, and, and I'm sorry, I don't know if the, how this is going to sound, but yeah, you're also going to want to have the people that, uh, hey, if they can, if they can 
get like, it for free yeah, and call yeah. you about it, they will do it. I, I, for example, when I don't care where I go, but if I am concerned about the money, I always ask, how much is it going to be? Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. Because otherwise, then if you say to something, unless someone specifically tells you, would you like this free garlic bread? I assume that I'm going to be charged for it. Mm-hmm. And so I always ask. But again, for some, but I do think that what you're saying about insurance is a big part. They don't feel like they're paying anything. And so. I th- and yeah, I think I think that's what it is. I think it's the they feel like they're not paying anything. And the second thing is, I feel it's because a lot of the other dentists maybe do offer things for free. And so it makes it, for example, let me just put this example, right? You go to Olive Garden, breadsticks are free, right? And you go to Cheesecake Factory, the bread's free, right? When they give you the bread. But what if you went to a restaurant, they just gave you the bread, you started eating it, and then you see on your bill, oh, $10 for the bread. Would you be like, oh my God, I thought it was free. That's why I ate it. We would say that, right? Mm, yeah, that's a good point. I would, I would say point. that. I would be like, yeah. oh my God, I thought it was free. Why, did, why didn't you tell me it wasn't? And then they're like, um, why would I have to tell you? Why would this bread be free? It's like, well, it's because every other restaurant I go to gives it, right? So maybe it might be like in the same scenario where it's like other dentists that they've gone to, they've done something for free for them. Like in that area, you know what I mean? Maybe, maybe that yeah. could be it. Yeah, but also all of you guys out there, stop giving exams for free. <laughs> stop giving things for free. For real, we, yeah. Once again, we have spent a lot of time and money in becoming dentists. It is not, you know, we shouldn't. We we need to help people. But again, when if, if this is what happening, if this is what we have created, that then people think that because they come to see us and we don't spend three hours pulling a tooth, then that means that we shouldn't be compensated for it. There is a problem, a big problem. Mm-hmm. You know, I, mm-hmm. I, I, I also, I guess I, I don't know. I, I would have, I, for me to, I will never go to anyone and, and, and have a service and then, and then question why I'm being charged. But I guess, I mean, everyone is different and, and it is what it is, but um, I think we have to, we have to change our, our mindset a little bit about, and and we do need to put value in what we do, and 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 I'm sure you know then patients will start to see it too. You know, I mean, we have allowed insurance companies to devalue our profession, and that's mm-hmm. the reality. And and because when when you have insurance companies dictating treatment, dictating payment, you know, when when the insurance company says, for example, a buckle, comp- you will get the same amount of money for doing a buckle composite. That's crazy because you guys out there know that a buckle composite can be maybe a little tiny pit that will take you two minutes or it can be this huge thing that you're spending a lot of time, material effort and Mm -hmm. the fact that the insurance can dictate to you that you will have to charge the same for patient A versus patient B is crazy. Because mm-hmm. on one hand, you are penalizing the patient that maybe his treatment was less because it was an easier procedure versus 
the other patient. So we have allowed insurance company to value what we do and, and, and not only devalue what we do, but they completely control in how we handle our businesses. And and so we need to we need to then also maybe try to start educating our patients uh, about mm-hmm. that. And it's not a hard discussion to have. Actually, with this patient that I was talking about, uh, that she got very emotional, blah, blah, blah. She was asking me a lot of questions about, oh, like, why this and that? And I was trying to explain to her, you know, what you need. I can, someone that has the same, the same, for example, the same missing tooth as you, perhaps the treatment plan or the treatment options for this patient will be completely different than yours because it's just not about the, that missing tooth. It's because I am, I'm, you are an individual and you have your own set of needs and this and that. And I think with that, we should be able to, to also then charge the patient for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. So. Hmm. I like to like let give us your opinions, audience, and let us know what you think, uh, and share with us your stories too about the, the frustrating patients. But, Absolutely, um, yeah. You know, I have heard, I have read actually, not really, well, her too, but especially you know, in, in Facebook, like I have read so many stories that really your jaw just drops because mm-hmm. there's some stuff that you just you. I mean, come on, like mine, like her answer to be i'm not charging uh, i'm not charging you for my time it was almost i mean when when sue uh told me that first i kind of like opened my mouth in this belief and then i actually start laughing because i just could not believe that someone would have the audacity to say yeah. something like that. I know, yeah. And so, yes, please, guys, share your stories because I uh, guarantee, we'll, I mean, I guarantee that we will get, if, if, if each dentist just posts one, because I'm sure we all have more than one, just one, I think we will just have things to laugh about for the rest of the year. <laughs> for the rest of the year. I know, that'll be exciting. I like that. I like that. Okay. All righty, Paula, sounds good. So what, um, what do you want to sign us off with? Uh, no, I think I think this is it. Uh, thank you guys for uh, you know continue following the the you know this journey with the sleep. Uh, thank you, Michael, and this is it. So, ciao, guys. Thank you. Alrighty, bye, everybody. Peanut butter? I'm just peanut butter. Peanut butter jelly? <laughs>